listening to the Always Be Booked Caribbean Cruise and Orlando Vacation Cruise Cast with your host, Tommy Casabona. All aboard and welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Always Be Booked Cruise Cast show coming to you not quite live from New York City. I want to thank you so much for taking the time to find, download, and listen to the show as we cover anything and everything relating to cruising. All right, this is a quick episode. It is not a conventional episode. Guys, I know I owe you a regular episode of the Always Be Booked Cruise Podcast. This is not that for a couple of reasons. A, uh, we have a little bit of a announcement that was made regarding a theme cruise that's coming up, a country theme cruise, uh, Brantley Gilbert. Via Sixth Man, it was it's billed as sort of the replacement to the Florida Georgia Line uh, cruise that used to be very very popular. They had two runs of that. I mean, it was over the top popular, and we're just I guess you know all of us that went on that were hoping that an announcement announcement would be made, you know, regarding when they're going to do it again, but. They have not done so, and apparently they will not be doing so. So that's why you have Brantley Gilbert stepping in and taking the place. Now, here's our issue. Uh, Stu, who we usually cruise with, is hesitant, not almost not hesitant, almost just against going on this cruise, and he's basically saying that he doesn't want to. So I thought it would be fun to get him on the phone and try to break down the reasons why and maybe see if I could sell him on why he should. He could sell me and why he's not going to, and that's acceptable. So we go at it back and forth, and this is the topic of this show, just to, you know, I, I, I I want to say quick little, it's a fairly lengthy phone call between me and Stu. And what I wanted to do was have you guys weigh in. Do you like Stu's argument better? Is he making more sense? Do you like my argument? Do you think Stu should come and experience the country theme cruise based on the fact that, you know, me and him are buddies and I know we'd have a blast, but he kind of wants to hold true to the conventional cruise. He gets, you know, a limited amount of vacation space per year and wants to spend it uh, on what he wants. And he's just he's just steadfast and not going on this country themed cruise. So take whether you like country out of the mix or not, or whether you like live music or not out of the mix, because I can tell you Stu would like the music on this ship, and he would certainly like the level of pocketry and all the fun that we would have on it, just the experience as a whole. But he does make arguments as to why he wants to stick with his regular cruise style versus take this country cruise. Uh, again, they call it a country cruise. You guys listen to country music nowadays. I mean, I'm from New York. I mean, where is, who, for what new native New York is like? Country music is not. And I love the old stuff now. I've grown to like the George Strait and the Waylon Jennings and stuff like that. But this, when you say country nowadays, it's not even country anymore, basically. It's got a little bit of the damn It's got a little bit of the twang. It's got a little bit of what it used to be. But really, it's rock and roll now. You know, it's basically the new rock and roll is what country is and uh it's becoming more popular in the tri-state area even by the younger people with artists like sam hunt and thomas rett and luke bryant people like that brantley gilbert's an example of that he takes it to a little bit of a different boundaries he's more of like almost heavy metal country to be honest with you check out brantley gilbert but uh tell me what you guys think if you think uh still shouldn't and stick to his guns he knows what he wants or do you think Stu should you know 
I guess, give in a little bit to my, you know, as he put puts it and we put it, dream selling. I'm trying to get him to go on this cruise. Now, I have to apologize. You may start listening to this interview and turning it off. I'm going to ask you to try to power through it. There's feedback. It's not feedback. It's echo. So I did. I didn't put the headphones in, and this is my amateurish, and sometimes I, you know, I, I, I screwed this up. I probably should have put the headphones in. I did not think it was going to make that much of a difference, but... You know, give it a good four or five minutes. Try to see if you can get through it. If the sound quality is just too annoying and bothering you too much, I do understand. But I would love if you could maybe see if you could power through this one. And at the end, again, Tommy at alwaysbebooked.com. Let me know your thoughts on what Stu should do. And, yes, by Tuesday. So we're talking today's Saturday. By Tuesday, I will have a conventional episode back and up for you. Uh, of the Always Be Bogan Cruise Podcast. So take a listen to this. I hope you enjoy it, and uh, we will talk to you soon. Thanks for listening, guys. Go ahead and crank your song now. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back, and I am on the line with my buddy Stu. Stu, what's up? Say hi to the hey, people. Hey, Tommy. Hello to the people. I've missed everyone, so it's good to be back. Oh, Stu, yeah, yeah. You, Stu was actually on the show a while back with the— uh, Tommy, what are you talking about? You know, we're talking, I'm a regular. We, he is a regular. We were talking about riptism. But, uh, you know, we talked to Chris last week, and uh, we talked about, I guess, some things within cruising, some general topics. And, uh, you know, me and Stu were kind of talking before, and this is an issue. And the purpose of this is I want some help from you guys out there. We want the cruise community, the Always Be Booked cruise community specifically to help us out with a little bit of a topic oh, here. And uh, we talk we talk a little bit about, like, you know, different types of people, different types of cruises. And we've talked on this show about, you know, specifically about, like, Chris, how uh, Chris and Stu are kind of polarizing figures when it comes to cruising. Would you agree with that, Stu? Uh, absolutely. Sort of. Uh, absolutely. Sort of. You know, he's more of the dark side. We're going to use a Star Wars analogy that's in theaters now. I'm more of the the, the Luke. Um, it's good versus evil. You said like we're like the angels on your shoulder. I'm I'm telling you to, you know, to relax a little bit, to enjoy yourself, to kick your feet up, to you know, to go to the gym with me. Um, and Chris is telling you to act like a 12 year old and break things. Chris, you're hearing that right? Chris is basically. Uh... Stu is calling you the, uh, you know, he, he's, he's calling you the Death he's, Star. He's the Death Star. He's a walking he's a Death, Star. Death, Star. Death Star. In sometimes a good way, <laughs> but in a, in a destructive way as well. <laughs> All right, Obi-Wan. Yeah. Okay, so the topic here we got right now, we got a little controversy going on, okay, to the people. Now, let's set this up. We have, uh, you know, probably, what is it, maybe going on three, three and a half years ago at this point. I went on a life-changing cruise, and uh, I went on the Florida Georgia Line cruise. A young lady by the name of Jury came into my location, my establishment, and uh, she made me aware of this Florida Georgia Line cruise. I had never met this girl. Within three or four days, we were actually booked to go on this Florida Georgia Line cruise. Now, I was into Florida Georgia Line, and I was into a lot of the bands that were on that particular sailing. However... I had no idea what I was getting myself into. Now, 
what it was was a four-day sailing off a pretty basic Norwegian ship, which was the Pearl, and the stop was uh, Cozumel. All of that was irrelevant because the truth the truth is is that I got on this ship and I did wax poetically on it in several different mediums regarding with the time that I did have on the ship. And again, on this you know podcast, we do talk about pocketry. And, uh, you know, the different the different types of things we like to do on on cruises and uh, Florida Georgia Line stopped doing these cruises and there's a whole huge 5000 person community. I know what you're saying. 5000 people. You can't really have 5000 people because they can't all fit on the ship. But it was two years worth of cruises and basically people who were thinking about going versus people who actually did go or would go or interested in going. And uh, they were waiting this announcement for Florida Georgia Line to announce the third cruise. It never got announced. All these people were in limbo for coming up on three and a half years. And this anticipation, this excitement, this just want has just continued to build and grow. And now, as of yesterday, an announcement came across that while it's not Florida Georgia Line, uh, Brantley Gilbert was announcing his version done by the same charter company, all the same bells and whistles. Uh, They announced a few of the acts. They haven't announced the full lineup yet, but it was much to the absolute blissful pleasure of all this entire community that this announcement was made. And uh, I can't be happier. And I'm on the phone and with Stu right now, like we said, I'm trying to get Stu to, to, to join in, and I'm trying to get him to jump on. And I guess let's start, and that's the purpose of this call and this show, is to get you guys to weigh in. Should Stu get on this cruise, and let's weigh out all the decisions, weigh out all the options, the good, the pros, the cons. Stu, why won't you come on this cruise? Uh, I, have a, I have a laundry list of pros and cons, which we can, we, we can go through. First of all, brought up... The original one that that got you into this was the Florida Florida Georgia Line cruise. Let's not pretend that Gilbert and whoever else they have on this, like other C-list country stars, like I think Philip Phillips from American Idol. Is that the other one? Um, no. What are you talking let's about? Let's not. There's some no names that I I've never heard of. So let's not pretend that Florida Georgia Line, Sam Hunt, Dustin Lidge, everyone that was on your boat the first time you did this is anything in the same stratosphere of the C-listers that are going to be on this one. Can we can we establish okay, that? No, 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 First of all, C-list is very strong. This is not C-list. I'm going to give it to you. I'm going to give you that in that, yes, the itinerary for the music is not at this point on the same level. Now, what I will say is, though, anybody that did experience that cruise knows that it could have been cover bands almost. It almost could have. I'm, I'm going too far when I say that. But Brantley Gilbert is a star, not on the Florida Georgia Line level. Luke Combs is an absolute beast. Uh, ask ask, ask uh, our buddy Graham about Luke Combs. He just won a couple of Grammys. He's an up-and-comer to me, dare I say it, better than Stapleton. And um, Colt Ford is on it, a country rapper who has mega hits and who has done us he has a song with everybody so those are those to me are the three headliners right now and then there's michael ray yeah he's he's good he's solid and then everybody else i haven't heard of but the concert the 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 cruise was just announced so there's definitely going to be more artists that are announced but 
I gotta give you that one. Well, I told you, if you as got far as, one on as far the boat, as lineup. that might change the whole thing for me. But give it. Let's say that the, the itinerary doesn't change. I'm gonna lay out for the people what's going through my mind. Now, I'm a 40 year old man. I'm not 25 anymore. Okay, but what, do you act more like a 25 year old or act more like a 40 year old in general? Uh, it depends. You know, I mean, I can act like a 25 year old, but I can act like a 25 year old for like a day, maybe two at a time. I don't think that I can act like a 25 year old for four straight days. That's why I don't go to those crazy music festivals in the desert of California with all the other 25 year old hippies. Um, that can that can booze for four straight days because I would die. That's why if I go to Vegas, I'm there for two days for a bachelor party, and then I'm dead and I leave. I don't know that as a 40-year-old adult male, I can start drinking all day as, as majestic and beautiful and poetic as this country music might be, drink all day, drink all night, and then get up and do it every day again and again and again for four days. And maybe I could... But then when I, I know that when I left that boat, my body would be in turmoil and I will need an actual vacation after that. I will not have accomplished what I set out to accomplish in going on vacation. Now, as I told you earlier, if this was like my second cruise of the year, like I had one week long vacation cruise where I could unwind, kick my feet up, lay by the pool all day, go on excursions, relax, go to the spa. And then this was like my party cruise, my four day party cruise where I'm not trying to relax. I'm just going to try to act like a kid, then great. But if I can only go on one cruise this year and it has to be a week of relaxation or party, try to party like you're 25 for four straight days and hold it together, I don't think I can hang. I, I'm just, I just got to swallow my pride and say I don't think I can hang. Uh, I, I, I got you. The whole, you know, if it's a maturity thing and you want to kind of like get away from that, I do understand. Um I don't necessarily know. If off of these eight-day cruises that we go on or seven-day cruises that we go on, I feel as though I'm pretty much – and I don't do this. Like right now, I'm in the middle of a sober January. I haven't had a sip of liquor in January, and I'm not going to drink True story. I can attest that. You have not. And, and during my regular week, I drink one, maybe two nights a week. That's regular, regular also life. Also true. Uh, also true. And I, and I go in kind of hard when I do that one night, granted. But when I do go on these cruise ships, I feel like I'm going a good seven days straight hardcore. Right. And right. correct me if I'm wrong, I don't think you're too far behind me on I'm this. not too far behind, but, but I go hardcore. I wake up. I have a nice gym on the, on the nice boats that we go on. I have a nice spa package that I bought. I can sit in the whirlpool, sit in the, in the sauna, sit in the, in, the, in the hot tub, sit in the cold room, and kind of rejuvenate every morning. And then all day, I can lay by the pool, lay out in the sun, you know, sip on a couple cocktails throughout the day as I kind of get myself back together and then go hard again at night. So I have all day to rejuvenate. On this cruise you're talking about, you don't have that. There's no nice spa. There's no nice gym. It's a shithole boat. And I'm going to get up every morning and I'm going to be back on the deck with 8 billion people pumping their fists to country music and chugging Bud Light by noon. And I don't think I can do that for four straight days. Shit, shithole boat, though. I mean, you you were on the gem. You've been on the gem. You'd consider it a shithole boat? Have I been on the gem? 
Yes, our one day cruise. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I you, you can you can have some you can have some fun on the gym. I mean, it's not it's not the escape, granted, but uh, again, the semantics and, and just for the people out there, just to give you a little background. No, this is I'll be the first to say it. This is not a cruise, a cruiser's cruise. And I could say this too: if you are really really searching for that experience, you can get it on this cruise. It's just what I'm trying to do based on experience is tell you that's just not, you know, like I say a lot on the podcast, like every cruise takes on its own mentality, its own personality, and you can't really predict it. You could say you're going to get on this ship and you could do it if you wanted to. You can do the exact same thing. You can get a spa package. You can do the gym. You can get the hot tubs, the world. You can do all that. Granted, not as nice as the escapes facilities, but they're all there. Now, what I'll say is you just won't you just won't gravitate towards that. And is that the worst thing in the world? If you wanted to do that for the four days and you wanted to kind of like, you know what? I'm going to have my fun tonight. To me, part of a cruise is being able to get a little bit of, a, you know, a little bit of a day, day drinking in because you don't necessarily do that when you're in the cold streets of New York City uh, during winter and fall. But uh, what I would say is that you can wake up, you can go to the gym, and I would say you probably would anyway. And then you can go to the sun deck because you could probably go to the decks above and get a lounge chair and do that. But you would be hit in the face with a huge FOMO, you know, fear of missing out because there would just be so much action on the lower decks. And that is why it's a shorter cruise. Um, so I, I, I understand your wanting this and wishing that you would have like a kind of a conventional cruise. But I can tell you, having done both, and, and one in between, I'll give you that Sam Hunt one, that was almost like one in between because there was pocketry everywhere, but there were probably 65 to 70, 70% of the people on that ship that actually didn't even know who Sam was or that he was even playing on that the ship. That wasn't even it in between. That me. was a full-fledged vacation cruise. That was a seven-day yeah. cruise. You kicked your feet up at the pool all day, and Sam Hunt came on the boat for one night. So you had the best of both worlds. You had a vacation. You had a country concert one night. So you could relax, and you got to see a, a cool country concert and 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 cry and look up at the stars. Stu's, Stu, Stu's taking a little jab there because he is uh, alluding to the fact, and you know what? We were vulnerable on this show, and we tell you the truth. <laughs> and yes, while, while I was on my last Florida Georgia Line cruise, uh, I got swept away in a moment for a second. And, 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 and no, I didn't sit there and cry, okay? You know what? We were on the, we were on the Lido you know deck. It was, it, it was late. And uh, Dustin Lynch was doing a set on the Lido deck, and it was under the stars, going from freaking wherever, Miami, somewhere between Miami and Cozumel, Mexico. And he's rocking out and this and that, and then he stops. He strips it down, and he grabs his acoustic guitar, and we're in a, I'm in a hot tub. Probably, you know, if you're trying to get seats and you're like want to be, you know, 20, 20 yards away from Dustin Lynch at a concert, it's a pretty penny ticket. Now, put on top of that, you're in a hot tub 20 yards away from him. And your eye, and your and eye sh- locked with Dustin Lynch. Oh, uh, yeah. He had a glare in his <laughs> eye. <laughs> and, and you're under the stars. And there's just a bottle of pa- fireball being passed around by strangers. And then out of nowhere, he just goes into an acoustic version of an old Tim McGraw ballad. And you and he makes that connection with everybody. And yeah, no, I was there. I didn't. I 
you know, I'm not going to say, I didn't even well up like I did when Rudy had that sack at the end of the movie for Notre Dame. <laughs> but it, it makes me cry every time. That, that Armageddon. That, that Armageddon, yes. Armageddon, Rudy. Those are two movies I, that I can really remember. I'm trying to think if there's another one. Oh, a movie off topic that you hated, by the way, The 25th Hour. <laughs> And Norton, directed by Spike. I didn't love it as much as you. I got you. But it, that, that one too. So those three movies made me well up a little bit. And this was a similar situation. And uh, where, where are we going with that? But when you're, where, when you're there and you just know that this is like, I mean, it, 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 just a treat to all your senses. The warm air, the taste of the fireball, the hearing of the beautiful music, the handsomeness of a Dustin Lynch at 2 a.m. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm kidding, relax. But I'm trying to, I'm just, what I'm trying to convey is that this was pure bliss. And I could tell you right now, and there's nothing I could really do about it, but to sell you on the fact that, you know, and, and as far as the four day wall to wall thing because you're 40 years old and over the hill or whatever, dude, I'm two years older than you. I'm 42. We're both single guys. This is what we're supposed to be doing. What are you going to do? I mean, we got a couple years left. I say we ride this out. <laughs> 46, maybe. I think 46, you get starts to get a lot of people all say, you know what, it's over. It's been over. Yeah, if you ask me when I was 20. Like, yeah, dude, it was over at about 33. Yeah, because those are 33-year-olds. And when they're freaking single at 42, 40 years old, they'll probably be like, you know what, let's try to stretch a couple good more years. It's like, you know. But what I'm saying is my point in this it, this point is is that you A, you can handle it because I've seen you handle it. And B, you can choose your battles. You know, you can go hard day one and three. Go soft day two and four or vice versa. You don't necessarily have to go wall to wall. But what I am describing to you is an atmosphere that while I was sitting there and I was with, you know, the people we were with and I had made some friends that I still talk to today, the long, those Long Island guys and everything like that. What I will say is that it was an experience that, oh, my gosh, if I could bottle this up and share it with people that I care about, I just wish I could. I knew I was in a moment that I, it was indescribable. I would never get it back. And I just wish there was other people that uh, I, I definitely thought of you. I definitely thought of, you know, just just a couple of the other country fans that used to come into Johnny Utah's at the time. Country Jimmy. I was thinking Hal. I was thinking Graham. I was thinking uh, Jack. I was thinking people like that. I'll probably never get them on this damn ship. But if I could... If they would just listen, they would they would be thanking me for it for years. To come. I, I respect that. Just, I respect that. And everybody on the ship, and everybody the community that still was going day in day out, uh, that 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 was waiting for this. To, they all know that it's like a secret that they all know about, and we were all waiting for this. And this thing's gonna freaking sell out in a heartbeat too, because all those people would just. It's, it's almost like it was robbed from us when Florida Georgia Line stopped doing it. Now it's back. Yes, maybe a little bit of a a dumbed down version of it from an itinerary from a from a lineup standpoint uh, artist wise but everybody on that ship knows exactly and yeah um you'll you'll if, if i had to bet if i were a betting man i'd put the odds on you would bump into a pocket or two for yourself as well i'm i'm not denying that i would have a blast on this cruise so that's that's we're on the same page on that i know i would have fun i would Figure out a way to muster up the strength to drink hard for four days and get through it. My my thing is, 
if I'm only going on one real vacation this year, right? One vacation. I'm not, you know, in my daily life, I don't get on planes that often. So when I pack up a suitcase to go to the airport and get on a fucking three-hour flight, um, it's a big deal. Like I want when I land, I want to, I want to kind of then unpack my bag, get situated, and feel like I can relax for seven days, not feel like I'm kind of like in limbo. You know, I'm in I'm in South Beach for a couple days. Then I'm repacking my suitcase. I'm getting on a boat, but I don't even have time to unpack because we're literally going to be on the boat for three three and a half days. So it's 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 the it's the not feeling like if I'm only taking one vacation, I've really relaxed at all. And I and I get it. The purpose of this is not to relax. It's a three day country music festival party time. This is not a relaxing trip. So it's in. So it's the question of what do I want this year? Do I want to have a seven day, eight day vacation where I can unwind, relax, do a, some partying and, and a lot of relaxing, or do I want to just say screw it? I don't need a week of relaxation this year. I just need a a week of just partying like I, and turning back the clock and acting like I was 25 for a solid week and. I can relax in my daily life somehow, and I don't need a week of fun in the sun, sitting by a pool, relaxing. I'm just gonna fist pump for a, for a week, and and I'll deal with the repercussions when I'm done. Um, so I, 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 that's that's they're both. This is not it's not it's not the Grand Cruise. You don't have to worry about fist pumping. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like you're just not sitting still. You're just you're just going. You're going, 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 going. Um, and then the other factor, which is you know, I, as I discussed with you. On our last cruise, on the Norwegian Escape, we met a fun, fun crowd that made the entire trip for us of, you know, four different couples that all live around the country that the only time we're going to see these people is once a year on a cruise. They all tend to want to go on a cruise every October. They wouldn't be down for a cruise like this. They're more of the kind of cruise that I tend to like where you can party at night but relax during the day and, and take advantage of some nice restaurants and amenities on the ship. And this, these people would be out for this. So it's like, all right, well, this, this great experience that I had last year with, with a group of fun, you know, eight people, do I just say like, all right, well, I'm not going to see them. I'm not going to see them this year um, because I'm going to go. I would rather go on a four-day cruise um, and party, and they're not going to want to be a part of that. So it's, it's, it's the dual question of um, saying goodbye to that crew of people. Um, and not including them, that is also factoring into the equation. Now, that's an interesting point because I get it. I totally get it. And I got to give Stu all the credit in the world because, you know, this was a – I mean, it was kind of – I don't know. It was like almost uh, – it was very organic how like that happened. And, and you and you met these people. You were sunbathing during the day as you've been known to do. I do. And, uh, I do. you know, you came back and you told us about these people. And then those people became two more people and then – Two more people on top of that, and then became this uh, almost like cruise family that kind of got put together, like almost immediately, and it was like almost inseparable. And we had felt like we had known them forever. Um, and uh, you get you get a lot of credit for me for doing that, and and you deserve it. And but what I will say is that I don't know. A lot of times those things are what they are. A lot of times, and I'm not saying, you know, and I know, yeah, we've been connected to them on email and, and text and here and there and, and maybe some more than others. Actually, uh, uh, Gina texted me uh, two days ago asking me if I knew a few people that I didn't know. Uh, they said they knew me, but um, 
But I've talked, I've talked to them on a weekly basis, and and yeah. and Holly came to visit. You know, Jen came to New York and came to Irish Exit. Um, yeah. And I faced Ross and uh, Ross, Ross and Amanda, Amanda have been to Irish the Irish Exit. Exit. I FaceTime yeah. with them on a weekly basis, so it's you say it, it is what it is. No, 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 no. Not it is what it is. I think it's it's, it's great. And I think you probably will be in touch with those people for years and years and years to come. However, I mean, is it so likely that everybody gets together and finds a date that works and an ideal itinerary that everybody works and ends up on the same ship together? Is it possible? Absolutely. Is it is it probable? Maybe. But is it definite? I don't know. Uh, so I guess, I don't know. I, I would kind of like, in my mind, you know, you take that experience those people are great people, and they were legit. We, it was it was very very unique situation. I've been cruising for a long time, and I never have I experienced that where you kind of just create this twelve person team on day two or whatever, where you're kind of inseparable and doing everything together day and night for the entire cruise. It, it was it was beautiful, but are you do you know you're going to end up on a ship with them? But I'm also going to say this: like, don't let that experience get in the way, and keep you from another experience you'll probably continue to talk to them you'll probably continue to maintain a friendship with them maybe or maybe not will it be on a cruise ship per se once a year and to hold out to hold out for that in my opinion and again this is just me talking and rebutting because this is the purpose of this call and in this show for us to have a back and forth we call this a dream cell we call this a dream cell yeah a little bit but if it if it's um if it's if it's in the stars for you guys to cruise again, you will. If it's in the stars for you guys to be able to stay lifelong connection and friends and stuff like that, you will. But I don't know when 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 other things or other opportunities kind of get thrown at you. Uh, is it necessarily the thing that you let that stand in your way for it? Maybe it is. Maybe it is. But. Um, and the other thing is, and you're forcing me into, I guess, giving a little bit. I can't give everything, but I'm maybe a little bit, of, a, bit a little bit of an exclusive. And nothing is set in stone. And uh, it is what it is. So I'll just say it like this, and I'll say it here right now to the, to the, to the audience. There is a possibility that by sail away on this cruise, I will be a resident of South Florida particularly Miami again. Well, I never lived in Miami, but South Florida again. I actually may be leaving New York City and moving to Miami. It's possible. I'll keep you updated on that, and I'll give you more details as it comes along. But here's here's my second part of my dream sell, as you put it. Uh, you take this cruise. You have the time of your life. You trust in that whatever you know about you know cruising and music and people coming together that you know that i am not and my experience that i'm relaying to you that this is the trip uh that and, and by the way it's also probably one of if not your favorite port in the caribbean nassau it is. for one for one reason lazy river lazy river stu's a big fan of the atlantis lazy river uh joyous joyous <laughs> so you can do that, and then after that, now maybe you go hard three out of the four days. Maybe you go hard four out of the four days. Maybe you make it your business to say, you know what? Day three is going to be my day where I'm cruising. I'm a cruiser. I'm not a festival goer. I'm going to go. I'm going to freaking do everything I do on a cruise, specialty dining. I'm going to do spa. I'm going to do sun deck bathing. I'm not going to drink tons of water, tons of you know, coffee, whatever, nice and easy. 
And then you get off the ship, and if you were going to take an eight-day cruise, you just take your stuff off, and you come to either wherever I'm going to live or a hotel close by, and you can completely tailor make and design four days of relaxation because, you know, we already established you want to go on a vacation for seven or eight days. So you have four days here, add another four days on, and you're in Miami Beach, and you're just chilling. But also the same thing. You can do it the reverse of what you did on the cruise. Maybe you're chilling for four days straight, and granted it is Miami, so there will be some temptation. And maybe one out of those days, you turn it up at a couple of notches, and you are just set to just chill in Miami for four days and completely decompress post your amazing, epic, blissful festival at sea, which is the Brantley Gilbert. Uh, What are they dubbing it? They're dubbing it the uh, kick it in the ship cruise. So what do you say about the Miami back end of it? It's an option. You're, you're, you're adding, now you add another element though, which I wouldn't really care about because when I, when I go on vacation once a year, I don't really care about the, the money I spend, um, but you, it becomes a much more expensive vacation. I know you're going to say, oh, I'm going to have a, a, my own bar in South Beach. You know, you're, you're not going to be paying for anything. Wrong. You stay in South Beach for four days. I'll get a hotel for four days. You got four nights of a hotel. You got four nights of meals. You got four nights of drinking. You're going to spend two grand in four days in South Beach and then another grand on the cruise. So it becomes a much more expensive trip, which is fine. But that's just another element to factor in. By the way, I didn't say I was working at another bar in in, in Miami. Stu just said that that may or may not be true. <laughs> well, I'm saying I'm, that's what, that, that was my guess. I I I dis, I, I, I totally disagree with that. I I think that you absolutely can find a way to not, you know, run through a ton of dough if you're gonna stay with me. And we're gonna we're talking beach, we're talking you know we're, we're talking regular expenses that you'd have on any vacation, let alone you know uh, this one. You 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 will not have to. I mean, you can if you want to go in your pocket and spend a little bit more. But you know, I don't, I certainly don't need you know the best restaurants every you know, especially if we spent some money on the cruise prior to that. I think you can completely it takes a little discipline but what do you want what are you looking for you're looking to decompress so we get a little we get some food in us no problem a couple of drinks here and there you'd be doing that anyway um and, and, and you know whether maybe if you were on land we we do have the option of uh maybe having some uh, associations with a couple of establishments where uh, we won't have to go too far into the pockets if at all we already know that and uh, you absolutely could. You can spend another fifteen hundred bucks if you wanted to, but you could probably get by for a hundred, a couple of hundred, no problem over the course of those next three or four days or so. Nope. I, I have zero, zero doubt. You don't, you don't agree with that? No, no. I've done it. I've spent, I've spent days in South Beach. We did it before our last cruise, and you know, you're spending. I like again, it's not, a, it's not a big deal. I, I actually enjoy spending money on vacation, but it's just another thing. It's like, all right, well, now this is not a $1,500 vacation. It's a $3,000 vacation. I just know who I am in South Beach. I'm not going to look – I'm not going to try to like eat cheap or drink cheap, you know, and I probably – and I wouldn't want to, you know, impose and crash on your couch for four days because you wouldn't, you wouldn't want – and I wouldn't want to sleep on a couch for four days. So I'd get a hotel room 
So, you know, you're spending 250 a night in a hotel. You're going out to dinners every night and, and lunches and you're, you're boozing, um, you know, in South Beach and it's expensive. So it's, it's you know, it's, you're, you know, you, when you get away from the all inclusive um, part of a cruise to, to a la carte daily in South Beach, it's just another element. I'm not saying it's a deal breaker at all. I'm just saying it's just another thing to consider. But the, the, the main point really for me, besides missing out on the group that we can reconnect with once a year, is the, the time element. I love when I step on a ship and I finally get my luggage to my room and I've walked around and I've figured it out knowing that like I've got this ship figured out. I've kind of got my game plan. This is where I'm going to go during the day. This is where the club I'm going to go to at night. And now I have seven days to like feel like I'm a citizen of this ship. Like I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to live on this place. I'm going to live. This is my home for seven days. And the first couple of days, like, you know, you're still kind of feeling it out. You're meeting new people and you still got five days left to figure more stuff out. I hate the feeling of knowing that like, once you, you literally at first day is kind of a, is kind of wasted as everyone's filing in and you're doing your mustard drill and you you miss the entire afternoon basically and then you know you got two full days and then you're already sailing back so I, I, it's the time element of like never really getting situated anywhere and like catching your breath but again I get it that's not the purpose of this cruise it's a party fest you paint a great picture of what a regular cruise is you're, you're you're talking about having it be your residency and like you almost like even when you're in port and you when you when you're going and you're doing your excursions it's almost like a comfort comforting feeling when you're walking back to the ship because you almost yeah, it's feel my, like it's you're your home yeah you're coming home you know coming home sorry uh tom segura is a stand-up comedian and he's he's like is it isn't isn't just the object in life just to just to get home you can't wait till you get home <laughs> just in general yeah and you're right yeah. because because you you do you do feel as though you are that that ship is your home and you're going back to your room and you're i get it i totally totally get that and that's it but again you said it at the end this is different and that was that just like that is an experience just like that is something to just basically behold so is this man so is what you know it's it's a little bit of that it is your home it really I mean, literally is your home you don't care about where you're going really on these things but you're also just legitimately i mean in the middle of the ocean like i said in the middle of the ocean around like-minded people with like-minded interests with that music you know you're a you're a music fan you're not a guy who goes in and dives into musicians and artists and catalogs and you know you don't have your hardcore favorites you you kind of like have your they come and go for you in general like, right. like sam hunt as well but when i i know how much you know, you do get into certain songs for a period of time and music and when the I know you're into that stuff and I can tell you right now, when you talk about just, you know, the pocketry, the the pageantry, the music, the excursions, the sun, the Bahamas, this is something that, you know, and, and I would just say, if you if you, it's something you haven't experienced, you haven't. I know both sides of it. I've done both of them. And I'll tell you right now to the end. I don't – when you ask me to analyze my cruising history, I don't put the Florida Georgia Line cruise in there. 
But if you forced me to, if you told me I have to take it out of that box and put it in the and make one box of just cruises in general, I'm going to be flat out honest with you. It's the most fun I've ever had at sea. It is the best time I've ever had ever had at sea. And uh, yes, for different reasons. Yes, it's different for all the reasons you absolutely painted an eloquent picture on. But uh, if there is just one way I could just convince people to just to get a bird's eye view of what we experienced when we were on that ship, I would love to. Doesn't really sound like I'm getting anywhere with you, though, buddy. Well, but also realize you also have the advantage. You're probably going to go on three cruises this year, two of which can be the ones that I like to go on. We no. Long cruises. No, two. 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 All right. Well, then at least one of them is going to be a week-long vacation where you're going to get to relax. True. True. You're not doing the other one. You're not doing the March one. Correct. And if you do end up moving to South Beach, you literally have pools and beaches out your front door every single day of the week, every weekend when you're off, <clears throat> whenever you like. So for if I'm if I can only do that once a year when I'm flying somewhere to do that, and on this particular trip, as you say, it's not really a lay by the pool kind of thing, then I'm going to go a full year without really having that beach pool relaxation experience when you can literally have that every day. So you don't need it for these four days. Does that make sense? It does make sense. I just would say I'm just I'm, I'm listening to you and you make sense. But what I'm also saying is that if I was and I there's no there's no anything close to definite plans for me moving. It's in, it's in the cards. It's in, it's it's on the table. Um, I would do it the same way if uh, I was if, if I was going to stay in New York too. So the pools thing and all that stuff, day in, day out stuff, doesn't make a difference to me. What does make a difference, and I do agree with the point where if you're going to do just one, if you're going to do one vacation and you know what vacation you want to do, I guess maybe I could see where you're saying I would prefer – to just shut it down with a seven or eight day cruise, get your get your residency there, get unpacked, get comfortable, and know <coughs> that's where right. you're gonna live. I get that part of it. Um, having said that, for the for me, and I, and I'll use this as my closing argument, for the purposes of just living your life. And again, you're in, you're 40 years old right now. You know what I mean? To the 30-year-olds listening or even the married people who are younger than us who have kids and there's plenty of them who do that, they're probably saying, look at these guys just still trying to hang on to their prime. But at the same yep. time, the truth is when you're 50, you're going to be like, you know what? I thought I was old at 40. You guys, you, everybody knows that. When you you think you're old at a certain age that you're at and then you look, by, you look five years, six years, eight years down the road, you look back, man, I thought I was old. I wasn't old. It's all your your own mind. It all your mind dictates you live how you want to live until you want to live that life, and then you want to you want to change it up. Whatever this you know this is a there's no judging to me as far as I'm concerned. But for oh, I agree with that. I mean, I'm I'm I don't feel old by any stretch. I'm, right. I'm I'm in the shape of a twenty year old. Right. So I don't feel old at all. I'm just saying this is just purely a you know. But I'm my in the rhythm of a. Once in a once a year, you get to fly to a beach and put your feet in the sand and sit by a pool and relax and, and sip a pina colada and say, "I'm on vacation." The, my point and is, this isn't that. I got you, but my point is, and what I was saying, my you know what I will I'll leave it with this is that you just got you got a few different 
opportunities to experience certain things. And this is a different experience. This is an experience right. you have not had, you have not taken on. And what's important to you? What is important to you is getting that downtime in, getting that pina colada by the beach, getting some relaxing time with the sun and some peace and some recovery and recuperation time. And I totally uh, uh, get that. You have the opportunity to get that with the back end three or four days in South Beach. Granted, right. granted you said... Granted, you said that, you know what, it's not going to be the same. You don't envision it being the same. There's going to be financial situations that are going to kind of, I guess, change, you know, what, how you look at that. But at the same time, you can get it. You can have it. For purposes of just living life and for purposes of just experiencing something that is absolutely indescribable and like nothing you've ever experienced, while still being able to get a modified taste of what you're looking for anyway on the back end, the the right. for me the purpose of just jumping into that new thing and to see because like I said you you you'll you'll know and then you know what that's your vacation this year you know what I had a blast on the ship because I can tell you you're gonna have a blast on the ship you already know that we already know that yeah. and you're gonna yes. enjoy your back end on the South Beach but you're to me you're predicting like you already know that it's not gonna be the same or not to me it's like you can get the cruise with the with the bands with the bliss and with the everything and the energy and the vibe and everything like that and then you can get the back end south beach relaxation recovery recoup and then you can reflect at the end of the year saying you know what that was a great trip i'll be honest with you though I'm probably going to go back to the seven or eight day cruise next year. I'm probably going to go back that route because you know what? As much as I did enjoy it, I kind of want to go back to the to, 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 to the other way. Um, but again, you have no idea. You don't know. You'll never know if that's the way. And really, what are you sacrificing? If you like it just a little bit less, which quite frankly, I could almost guarantee you're going to let you're going to you're going to not have a regret in the world but if you even if you like it just a little bit less to me taking on that experience and finding out is freaking worth it to me to me and that's that's my closing argument i don't think i'm gonna sway you but uh it's just, no it's a solid i'm telling you there's a solid dream cell you're a, you're an artist <laughs> you're good at what you do you're you're you sell dreams yeah. i i usually don't buy them but you, you, you make valid arguments. It's from the heart, Stu. It's from the heart. I know, I know. So I, that's the the best dream cells are from the heart. Exactly, and that's why it's, you know. But like I said, you know, you go, you go. I know. Well, I never did it. It's not my thing. I don't. I don't know. Now you know. I get. I can tell you. You you may like the first one better, but you'll never know unless you try. And then you took the experience. You had the chance. You did it, and you still got everything you wanted out of it. Maybe in a model. I'm repeating myself, but. I don't know. That's to me. That's food for thought. But uh, I also do know that you know, Stu knows what he wants. Stu knows what he likes, and uh, you know, there's something to be said for that. You set in your ways. I will say I'm not a hundred percent out. You did crack cracked me a little bit. I'm not a hundred percent out. Well, there's a crack, ladies and gentlemen. There's a crack. All right, Stu. Listen, crack in the in the in the. I get, I get, I get where you're coming from, and again. I, uh, you know what, I wouldn't even have, I wouldn't even have made, I wouldn't even have made it an argument. If you just said, nah, it's not my thing, I'm out, I'm out. You know, what inspired me to kind of come at you about this and kind of try to convince you is when you said, no, it's too short. You know what I mean? We got into a few other things. Turns out that's not the only reason you didn't want to do it or you, you were thinking you wouldn't do it or it wouldn't be for you. 
but you said uh, it's too short of a time. I had to step in with that. I'm like, well, if you if you if you say you're just not doing it, that's it. I'm not even. Gonna, I'm not thinking about it. Whatever. But I can't let that argument go because the fact that it's too short is not going to be a problem. Like you don't, you can't. Like I said, you got to equate it to Vegas. You don't go to Vegas for more than three or four days, or else you end up freaking you're, you're running. Done. You're done. You're yeah. dead. You're, you're not alive. You end anymore. up a fugitive on the run, and you know this and that. You don't want to do that. So. When I said that, I had to kind of start poking holes in that argument and start coming out. And then you came up with some more legitimate stuff that I do. You know what? All right, that makes a little bit more sense. But again, that just triggered a whole kind of back and forth. So we actually started talking about it on the phone, and I was like, this would be uh, maybe or maybe not interesting to put on the air and kind of throw it to you guys. And what I would really like to know, ladies and gentlemen, what do you think? This was me and Stu going at it head to head, little crossfire, little cruise crossfire, maybe if you will. I'd like to know. Maybe they, maybe they can help me decide. Yeah, exactly. So Tommy at alwaysbebooked.com and weigh in. Should Stu take the country cruise, back it up with a couple of days in South Beach, or should Stu go on his standardized seven to eight day, three to four island itinerary relaxation cruises that he loves to do? Tommy at alwaysbebooked.com. All right, so Stu's got a big Eagles game tonight. Stu's a big Philly fan, and uh, you got uh, Eagles have a battle against the Falcons. What do you got? Any thoughts on the game there? Let's do a little sports talk here quick. Yeah, I'm really worried. Um, I, if you had asked me about three weeks ago, I wouldn't have been worried because the Eagles had the best season probably in their history, and Carson Wentz was about to win player of the year until he decided to dive uh, for the goal line unnecessarily. I said, I said to you all season – the Eagles are favored to win the Super Bowl for the first time in their history. The one thing that they can't have is their quarterback to get injured. What happens on the second to last game? Carson Wentz goes down, tears his ACL. Now you have Nick Foles, who hasn't played all year. Um, backup quarterback, um, you know, he's, he's serviceable, but um, he's not going to win you the game. So we'll see. It's a crapshoot. You know, he's, he's, he's a, a legitimate, decent backup, but that's what he is. He's a backup. Matt Ryan is a great quarterback. So if the Eagles can pound the ball in the running game, it's a cold day in Philly. So that, you know, Atlanta's a dome team. So the Eagles have a little advantage now um, with that, with the weather and home field advantage. The fans are going to be psyched. They've probably been boozing since noon. It's a 4:30 game. So the link is a tough place to play. But um, Foles is no hero. So Foles isn't going to win any games. If he doesn't lose the game, if he doesn't throw any picks and doesn't fumble the ball, the Eagles have a shot. But um, would I be a lot more confident if Wentz was behind center today? Absolutely. And if the Eagles manage to slide by this week, do I like our chances? Um, you know, next week against um, in the NFC Championship and then against the Patriots or the Steelers probably in the Super Bowl? No. So. Yeah, that's uh, a shame, man. That really like is a any, shame. You know, it's just typical Eagles. You know, I'm just, uh, we, our hopes get up. Carson Wentz, player of the year. Eagles going to the Super Bowl, definitely by every, number one rated team all year, dreams crushed yet again. But we'll see. They're not done. Real, real unfortunate injury. You never like to see that. Nice, He's a great guy. Nice guy, too. You don't want to see that happen to him. Great guy. Um, all right. Well, wish you, we're going to wish you luck, and uh, we were happy to maybe, you know, we got an hour, about an hour to game time now, so we were happy to maybe distract you for a half hour, 45 minutes. I appreciate it. Thank you. Think about it. But, uh, yeah, I'm glad to hear there's a crack in the armor. Maybe we'll uh, maybe we'll work to exploit that crack. Maybe we'll have some of you guys out there. Let us know what you think. Tommy at alwaysbebooked.com. 
my good buddy Stu. Love you, buddy. Thanks for coming on. Really appreciate it, man. Love you back, man. Thanks for having me. You got it. See ya. sound through the Mason Dixon. Working, spitting, hunting, and fishing. Stone cold country by the grace of God. I was gassing up the other day and old boy pulled up with a license plate from Ohio. Thought, oh, good Lord, he's lost. From his wranglers to his boots, he reminded me of Chris Ledoux. And that Copenhagen smile, the country must be countrywide. And every state, there's a station playing Cash Hank Willie and Wayland. Flooring cars and four wheel drives. There's cowboys and hillbillies of farm towns and big cities. There ain't no doubt in my mind. Country must be countrywide. And it ain't where it's how you live. We weren't raised to take what we were raised to give. The shirt off our back to anyone in need. Bow our heads before we eat, before we start our day, before we fall asleep. Cause in God we trust and we believe. Yeah, we see what's wrong and we know what's right. And no Hank said it all when he said country folks can survive. Never state, there's a station playing cash Hank Willie and Cars and four wheel drives. There's cowboys and hillbillies, farm towns, the big cities. There ain't no doubt in my mind. Country must be country wide. Get on it, go. Never stay. There's a station <laughs> Come on Y'all better crank this up And never stay There's a station